Hello there and welcome to the Outside Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games, and all that jazz that there's no tomorrow. This week we're talking about Doctor Strange. My name is Tom, and as always, I'm going too fast. I'm joined by my co-host, John. Oh, I thought we were. Hello, I'm a scare. We are doing 2016's Doctor Strange. Finally, we're getting there. Next week's going to be Multiverse of Madness at long last. It, it was it was promised, it was foretold in the stars. But for now, we have to talk about what is probably one of the, I don't know, probably one of the most like mediocre Marvel films. Like yeah. I ge- like genuinely generally, I didn't have any huge like emotions about this. I didn't think it was like incredible. I didn't think it was horrible. It just kind of sat in the middle for me. Like what did you yeah. what did you think? I feel like this is like the first time it was 2016 yeah the first time yeah. that you see like a proper mediocre marvel film that didn't really stick to you and it felt like a copy and paste film you know like the first time you know like doctor strange has the same character journey or growth as iron man or tony stark yeah. you know like he's the billionaire he's very smart and then both get into an accident and then they have to go to a place where they can practice the skills and then they have to fight another person who has the same skills or tech or sorcery. So yeah, did, yeah. This did, is did, did, did this is an, this is an example of the MCU blueprint kind of just being I mean, like yeah. copy and paste. This is kind of as you said, it is very much the Tony Stark story. They have that very similar arc. Yeah, I mean, let, let's just kind of let's just kind of go through. I think that I like Doctor Strange. You know, in in all of his other appearances. I think that what he has become since this film is a pretty like strong kind of character and he doesn't feel he, he feels unique but I feel like in this one he's just Iron Man again which would normally like that's fine but it's the fact that this is part of the MCU and therefore it's very obvious that he is just Iron Man again so like yeah that that does definitely stick out as you know especially in that opening kind of 20 minutes before however long it is before he gets into his accident it is just like another kind of witty charismatic dude and it it it's an overarching problem with the mcu i think that all these characters feel so similar yeah first i am in the film it just really stuck to you but then here if you compare to doctor strange in infinity war or no way home or multiverse of madness which i've seen which i'm not going to spoil because thank you, I, I, thank I'm you. You have, you're holding you're holding so much power right now you could just drop uh, so much yeah. and they'd be like no and all of those are very different what you see in doctor strange 2016 because doctor strange is a very strange character <laughs> <laughs> oh out of time film podcast come for the film talk stay for the comedy baby <laughs> they have really strange character motivation arcs I mean, in Infinity War, he was quite serious and he was not messing around. And then in No Way Home, he was, I don't know what he was doing. He was just like, hey, Peter, you you want some help? He was like, yeah. And then just breaks the whole multiverse. Just like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I I definitely feel like I definitely prefer the second half because I think there are some really, really good scenes in that second half which could make for like the scene where steven comes back to the sanctum and he put and he sees the guy that he's killed and he puts the cloak of levitation on is a it's it's just a beautiful scene and when he argues with mordo about killing someone about taking an oath to save lives and having killed somebody 
and broken that oath. I think it's amazing, the idea of that kind of arc. But I also think that I don't feel like he truly learns, like, you know, he learns to kind of become like, you know, to sacrifice himself. But yeah. I still feel like he is wrapped up in this arrogance. And the whole time they're like, oh, you're too arrogant. You've got to learn selflessness. And he does kind of, but he also doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at the end when he bargains Dormammu, but Dormammu, Dormammu, I can't even say it. The, Dormammu, the guy, Dormammu. come to bargain. And then, you know, he keeps doing it, doing it. And it crutches that he's arrogant. So, yeah. And then there was, there was, oh yeah, there was another cool scene that I really liked was when Strange used the Time Stone, the Eye Agamotto. And that was all in reverse until the city was cleared. And they were fighting through this inverse piece of time that going through and then there were some people getting trapped in the walls and then they were like fighting through like building blocks I don't know it was like really cool to see and then my favorite moment was when Strange was in oh the ancestral plane yeah talking to the Tilda Swinton's character I forgot the ancient one the ancient one yes yes that was a beautiful moment I agree yeah that was Uh, an absolutely amazing moment the whole kind of like this final moment and she gives him this kind of talking to this this you know this it, it isn't about you and I think it's a as I said the second half has some incredible moments but I feel like so many of the characters you know the relationships that they have with each other are purely expositional like you think about Doctor Strange and Christine Palmer I feel like they literally just exist to so so we can communicate to the audience that Strange is arrogant like we don't I don't feel like we get like any feeling of a connection there apart from like a little bit of banter but I don't feel like there's a really nice moment where like you know they're at the sink in the hospital and they're just talking to yeah. each other and he's like I've got to go and you know I could die and you kind of like they kind of come to come sort of, some sort of understanding but I feel like you know not that setup like we have us here a setup for Mordo as a villain in the future whether that be in the multiverse of madness or Doctor Strange 3 or, or whatever but I don't feel like we ever really got to see Doctor Strange and Mordo as friends you know it was more like a, a student teacher dynamic that only existed to give us exposition with only a couple of like character moments. But again, these character moments are only for Doctor Strange. Think about the villain in this film. Kaecilius is such a weak villain. He doesn't have his own like motivation. We talked about last week, uh, Arthur Harrow in Moon Knight is very much what Kaecilius could have been, but no. And I I feel like it only cares about Doctor Strange and it doesn't really give the time to all the other characters. Kaecilius, yeah, not a great villain. Uh, I agree. But Mads did play a good role on the villain. Mm. Oh, yeah, the opening was when they got the book and then was like, ha, just beheaded that guy. Why not? Sure. And wh- wh- why not? Why not? Yeah. I don't know. It, it, I just don't know what to say about Castellius. He, he just didn't really stuck to me. Uh, as you said, what uh, his motivations, he was just obsessed with Strange. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think that at the end of the day, Castellius is only there as somebody, like, you know, kind of somebody to fight. And to provide a little bit of conflict with the ancient one tapping into the dark dimension. But I think Dormammu is the real threat. And I have to say, I agree with you completely about the final act with the the bargaining and the time stone like sequence. I think it's one of the best third act sequences in a Marvel movie because not only does it not like it doesn't stay for too long it's only like a small-ish fight and you've got the really interesting um mechanics with the time stone but then the bargaining sequence is just like great because you know it's so it gives you so much of Steven's arc and and the completion of that arc you know when he says 
you know, when Dom, Dormammu's like, you can't win. And Steven's like, no, but I can lose and everyone on earth will live. Like that is the solidification of his arc. And I think that's a really, really solid moment. And it doesn't, it's it's visually interesting as well. It's not like just gray and boring. And I do think the CGI is sometimes a little bit shaky, but there are some really, really cool mind bending sequences, which I think are really like really stand out. Yeah. And finally, we don't have to see like, gray or grim color palette here it was like really visually beautiful like when he was meeting Dormanu. soundtrack score did any did anything stick to your score there are like there are some moments where it was really like nothing like at the beginning when he's doing the brain surgery for example yeah. or he's trying to get the bullet out of the brain that was so like eh, so boring to me but i have to say that there are some sequences where Michael Giacchino's score is so like, you know, the first time that he dons the cloak of levitation and he falls yeah. and then the cloak goes after him and he rises up with the, the Doctor Strange theme. I thought that was amazing. As I said, the scene mm. where he comes back to the sanctum and he sees the man that he's killed. I thought all of that was so well constructed. And I don't, obviously you've seen Multiverse of Madness, but I hope that Danny Elfman, keeps on oh, those oh, motifs but oh, you know don't oh, don't tell me that oh oh oh, 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 oh. It's like, um so <laughs> good um that's what we want the score yeah i just felt there was like no score with strange but i like dr strange theme that was that was pretty good you know when mm. you put the cloak on it was like oh my god he's dr strange and just yeah just, uh, they, they do have some really really good like moments but there's also one where like you know like where he like he puts the cloak back on and he like straightens the top of it and then it starts to like flap and oh, it's yeah. like a really cool moment and then it becomes like a really boring like comedy like i think that as with most mcu movies the comedy just made me want to like bang my head against a wall like where like Morda gives him the piece of paper and he's like what is this my mantra and he's like no it's the wi-fi password we're not savages and i just expect a, a bloody laugh track like i i, I, I oh it just kills me inside I, so I, much. Didn't, I didn't laugh at that i, no. I just felt if you ever wrote this was trying to think of like <laughs> funny things for the wi-fi we gotta do it funny oh yeah and there was another funny the funny bit was when Strange's cloak just wipes the tear off. Does it? If you remember, you wipes uh, Doctor Strange. No, tear. that's what I was. That's what I was talking about. It doesn't wipe its tear. It just starts to oh, flap. Oh, oh, yeah. It is distracting, like especially when you're trying to like make Kaecilius threatening. You know, like how yeah. like you know this villain isn't threatening when you're joking around with him, and it's a waste of Mads Mikkelsen. Like obviously we talked about Fantastic Beasts, which also wasted him. But like, uh, come on guys, don't come remind on. me that Tom. Don't <laughs> I'm sorry. Me of the <laughs> oh no. So, but, yeah, Mad Mikkelsen, he's a great actor, and he, he really is be. wasted in so many uh, things that uh, I love. I don't know if I'd like to see him again, but I guess we could multiverse and all that. I mean, this film does serve to a sort of introduction to the multiverse, which I think is quite fun. A lot of people when it came yeah. out were like, whoa, it's so trippy and cool. Like with that whole sequence where Doctor Strange like is thrown through all these different realities. And obviously now it seems a bit kind of coy because it's, yeah, well, it, it seems kind of like less impressive because of what we're used to now. But I still think it's a really, really cool sequence. And you can tell that all the CGI budget went into like that sequence and the final one with Dormar because there's sometimes when the green screen is really obvious yeah and was it obvious nothing comes to me i just yeah it's it genuinely is like just a middle of the road like there's nothing ag aggressively like horrendous about it 
but there's aside from a couple of scenes, there's nothing like generally. So I'm gonna, I, I think I'd give this one a six out of ten. And I think the reason why I wouldn't give it a five is because there are some really, really good scenes in the second half that push it forward into, you know, like a more positive kind of reaction. But again, so much of it is just like the standard comic book movie fare. And yeah, I mean, I'd, 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 I'm, I'm happy that for the most, I mean, I'd like to say that for the most part, we're moving away from that. But I also think that Shang-Chi was quite middle of the road and very formulaic in that aspect as well. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I would like to see Marvel move away from it a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Infinity War and Captain America the Winter Soldier are like very different in the whole filmography. It's 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 strange and uncomfortable. Okay, John, that's the second time you've made that reference. Oh, that okay, joke. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll leave it. Let's um, leave it there, please. Um, and yeah, there's nothing really interesting. And then you got Doctor Strange. Like, oh, mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think you can be formulaic and be really kind of like interesting and good. I think about the first X Men movie, the sure, first Spider Man, sure. the first Avengers. You know, some of those we've, we've talked about even recently. But I just feel like this is one that you know doesn't do enough to just justify its own kind of uniqueness uh and i feel like it's it's unique elements are what makes it so good but some of the other stuff just kind of falls flat yes i agree and it, yeah there's uh, what you said about like there's some trippy elements yeah that's very tame compared to <laughs> multiverse of madness yeah oh well i mean God. i mean oh sam God. raimi i mean like wait what you get what you gonna do really i mean like I'm, I'm very excited. I, wa- I watched all the Evil Dead this last week, and I'm, I'm pre- preparing for it. So, oh yes, it's going to be an exciting one. Oh, oh, yeah. it's so trippy. Like I came out of these <laughs> cinemas, my, I was having a headache. I was like, oh my god, that, that was, that was, oh my god, oh, that, yeah, good. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I truly am. So, um. I mean, wow, it's a, it's a short one today. Like, this oh, yeah. probably will be our shortest video yet. I mean, that just goes to show how little there is to talk about uh, Doctor Strange. <laughs> but what do you uh, think you're going to give it out of 10? I went six. Uh, five. I'm going to go get oh, five or six. I don't know. It's just a bit hard to, to where they land it on uh, because it's a great... It, no, it's not a great film. It's it's <laughs> an okay film, but there was not interesting bits. But there was mm. an interesting bits. But mm. there was mm. some character arcs. But there was a good character oh. arc. Uh, <laughs> six. Six, okay. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, this used to be one of... I remember we had a big discussion about what oh, was yeah. a better film, this film or Incredible Hulk. And I haven't seen Incredible Hulk for years, but I did argue Incredible Hulk and you argued this film. And like, yeah, I think at the time I really liked it, but I just don't know how much of it really holds up now. You know, like having rewatched it, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm excited about it, uh, about the sequel. But like, yeah, I feel like this film will definitely not stand out as one that I'm like, oh yeah, the MC is great. For example, Doctor Strange, it will be the other kind of films that stand out for me. Whoever Whoever will see that, like, in the future, just like, oh, yeah, the best MVU film is not just change. I'm like, <laughs> no. no. No, sir. No. For no. us, it's not. Sir, sir, you, you must be Please. talking false. You're talking <laughs> false. My brother in Christ, there's Infinity War. What are you doing? And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, and I also want to say, just a little aside, we don't do the weekly viewing anymore, but I want to say, I've started rewatching WandaVision and I'm oh. three episodes in and I'm really liking it so far. So I'll just leave that there. I haven't got to the bit that I don't like yet, 
But so far, it's going well. And I hope that it's better than the first time I watched it. Fingers crossed, right? So there uh, we go. Um, one film that I watched, uh, I, I'll do this quickly, that I watched this week. Uh, there's lots of others that I really wish to talk about, but there's one. It's the Eurovision film. Oh my God, Lothar. really? <sighs> no, no, Why? No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. I was with my mom's friends and they recommended me to watch the Eurovision film. So I had no idea what was going on, like oh, into this, like God. in the film. I just don't know what happened. I I just sat there just watching the <laughs> film. Oh, no. I just never felt so confused in my life. There's elves. There's, what? Excuse me? And th- sure. Th- there's so many weird bits in the film that is not funny. Why, why not? I, I, why I, I, why I the hell to, not? I, I had to pretend to be laughing. And, uh, you know, <laughs> just just watching the film and d- just smile and just be confused. And, and I, oh my God, I, this, is, this is worse than them watching it. it only God forgives. <laughs> and, just, you know, just, I, oh my God. Yeah, I, I'm not going to rate it because... I'm going to be sitting here all day and then be like, ah, it's a zero out of 10. Let, let's end it. Let's end it, please. I just know. <laughs> oh, there goes my dog. Oh. Um, so, yes, thank you everyone for listening. If you enjoyed it, give it a thumbs up and subscribe if you want to see more. We've got loads of Marvel content. We just did Moon Knight and next week we're going to be doing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and then we're going to be rolling on to the summer film straight. Oh my God, my dog is going crazy. We're going to be going on to the summer slate. We're going to be doing Thor, all four Thor films. That's a tongue twister for you. Uh, so yeah, stick around if you want to see that. You can email us with any of your questions or comments about Doctor Strange or anything at alstimefilmpod.gmail.com. We'll read it out on the podcast and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and alstimefilmpod. And that's everything. Yes, and uh, thank you for listening. Be good, be kind. Oh, there's a film that I really want to see. It's called Everything and Everything, Everything at Everywhere and Everything at Once. I've seen it. I've seen it. Oh, yeah. One word. One word of uh, mm, <laughs> amazing. Um, oh, I, I, yeah. It was amazing, but I did think it was overhyped. I'm very sorry. Nah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Take you given. <laughs> Give the thing back. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>